0: I'm back. What up everyone? How y'all doing out there? I'm back. This is Ray, the host of the Ray Infinity show. This is episode number 51. And yes, I have not done an episode in over a week. I I know that. I'm sorry about that guys, but the reason I took like a week or two or so or so off is because like um la- the last episode I did was with Carlos and Osiris. That was episode 50. And the thing was, I went o- a week a week or more than a week actually of doing an episode every day just so I could hit episode 50 because I wanted that episode to be a celebration episode like where I get a bunch of people together that I've had on the show before and just have a hangout and do some fun stuff. Now we did something. Now it was, we did talk a lot of politics, but that was, we mostly did. We also did talk about a little fun stuff as well. Well, we, it was a little hangout till, well, the president, when we were talking about the best presidents in the world, we were talking about, um we were doing like the tier list where it has S, A, B, C, D, and F presidents. So we, we that was a little, it was different. It wasn't how I was going to plan, how I was planning on doing it. I was originally just planning to say, hey, these are the best presidents and we we're just going to discuss why. Then to make it a little more interactive, we deci- I, decided, I decided to make it like a tier list thing where we could all rank the presidents in, in different orders. Whether you're great or bad or awful or something, something in the middle, but yeah, that's what we—that's what um me and Carlos and Osiris decided to do, and it was really fun. They'll eventually be back on the show again, but that won't be for a little bit because yeah, I'm just I'm just getting back into the groove right here, getting the show back up. I don't like I don't plan to take another week off or so anytime soon, at least not at this moment in time. Because like I'm, I'm gonna get back in the flow of doing the show, get back used to doing it like um like one, an episode every other day or something like that, something along those lines. But there won't be an episode every day, but there'll be like at least like I'll I'll, I'll try I'll try I'll, I should say get at least in one episode or one or two episodes out a, a week, something along those lines. Uh, I can I'm gonna try to. I'm not promising, but I will try to. So don't hold that against me. So right. All right. And uh, and also, like, um, uh, Carlos and um, Osiris and I, we're actually talking about doing, like, a, a separate show where the three of us are the host. And it'll be on a separate channel, a separate podcast, where all three of us get together and we just talk everything about politics and everything else. Well, it'll just be a podcast where the three of us are the host. So, yeah, like, um, I, I don't know when that'll happen, but hopefully it'll happen soon. Yeah, it's, it's going to be fun when it does, but. But at this moment, I don't know when that's going to happen, but hopefully it happens soon. Um, I'm still trying to work on that, though. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully it'll happen soon. All right. So, yeah. All right, today. All right. We're going to be talking about um, something uh, I've talked about a little bit beforehand. What we're going to be talking about, obviously, we're going to be talking about the Roe v. Wade thing. The decision hasn't come down yet. I mean, the decision will be made within any day now. Um, it'll be the earliest. The, um, the latest it will be made will be the first week of July. That's because when the Supreme Court will actually have its some recession, we'll have a br- a break for the for for a bit before they go come back and do start working on cases. So um, July is the latest when when we can expect the decision to come down. But it could happen any day though. but it'll be on days that the court has 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 said, these are days when um, decisions will be released. So, yeah. But and we also, I'm also going to be talking about Elon Musk, um, um his, um the, um the buying Twitter, because like the the Twitter's board has approved Elon Musk's bid to buy Twitter. Uh, sorry about that, guys. I'm pretty sure that's a little too loud for you. Don't want that to happen anymore. But yeah. But but Twitter has the board of Twitter has approved Elon Musk's takeover of Twitter like for 44 billion dollars and that's gonna be pretty awesome i can't wait for it to, i can't wait for that to happen I, I i i'm just hoping elon will take over twitter soon so we can get free speech back over there and yeah and speaking of free speech um i've also signed up for truth social uh, i've gotten back i've gotten on there i finally have on there so i'm glad where it's that's trump's social media um um um, um, um platform where that he created and i'm and i've hopped on and i've hopped on i'm finally um uh, they just let me create it with my laptop so yeah i don't need it to use my phone to do it so yeah but i'm going to be using Truth social because like it it appears to be fun from what i take from it now i don't like I'm, I'm still trying to use it it's pretty much just like any other um um site like twitter or gab or Minds or cloud hub or anything like that it's, that's pretty much what it is but yeah but uh, it's pretty fun. So, yeah, I'm just I'm probably going to be posting a lot of other stuff on there, too. So, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, One second. Uh, second. OK. <laughs> <laughs> OK. Sorry about that, guys. So, yeah. <laughs> and I like the and then the other thing we're talking about is like um, um, the former vice president, Joe Biden, his approval rating has dropped into the mid 30s. It was in the high thirties, but it's dropped to the mid thirties, and it is awful. Like, (laughs) let's go, Brandon. Like, literally, that's that's where we've come to right now. Like, his approval rating is so bad. Like, the fact and Trump and at this time point in time, Trump's approval rating when he was president at this at this point in time of his presidency was actually higher than Biden's. It truly was. You can look this up. It was higher. And so, yeah. And they say, um, and Trump was the most hated on president of them all. And, it's, and it's, well, OK, probably second most. The only one that was hated on more than Trump was JFK. But that's to be decided. But I think JFK was hated on more than Trump. But Trump was number two. And obviously there was no social media back then. And it was a whole lot worse. So, yeah. But now Trump, he's hated on so much like um. The media were just nonstop talking bad about him Wouldn't they wouldn't give him a break or anything like that. So and yeah, you would actually think that um, Trump would be his approval rating would be lower than Biden's at this time by this time. But no, Biden's approval rating is lower than Trump's. It is like, yeah, I'm gonna bring this article up from Breitbart because I'm a big fan of Breitbart. And I think they do a lot of I think I, I use Breitbart as a source a lot now. This, I think Breitbart is like a really cool. Like they do have some biases on some things, but overall, I say they're mostly neutral. Mostly, so yeah. Like um, here, we're gonna go right into this right here. Yeah. So, this is from Breitbart, of well, actually thirty-two percent. My mistake, not mid-thirties, low thirties. But yeah, pretty as same difference as you can see right there. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah. All right. We're going to get right into this right here. Civics poll. Biden approval, lowest a presidency, 32% overall. By the way, that is really low, especially for a president. Well, former Vice President Joe Biden, I should say. That's what I call him now. So, yeah. Let's go read into this article now. Former Vice President Joe Biden, I'm not saying that, but that's what I'm saying. Former Vice President Joe Biden's approval rating is down to the lowest in his presidency. (laughs) Probably, he's probably, Joe Biden is probably, as I'm I'm trying to be in technical terms right here, the worst president since um, Woodrow Wilson. And like to a lot of degrees, he's even worse. But at this point in time, I still say Wilson is worse. I mean, by the end of this, By 2024, Biden could be worse than Woodrow Wilson. It's going to be, it'll be close, but I don't know if it'll happen. But at this moment in time, Wilson is still worse, but Biden could still get much worse than um, Wilson by 2024. I don't know if it'll happen, but it still could happen. I don't know. But it'll just depend on a whole lot of things. And I mean a whole lot of things. Mm -hmm. At only 32% approval and 57% disapproval. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. According to the civics rolling job approval average of Saturday, as of Saturday, I should say. My mistake right there. Aha. While 11% of survey participants did not approve or disapprove, and yeah, that's actually is something that's important. Biden's approval rating is underwater in 48 states. <laughs> 48 states. Yeah, including the typical dark blue California and his home state of Delaware. Now that's shocking. California and Delaware. That is shocking. Right? California, the most blue state in the entire country, and it's not even close. The one that comes closest is, is, is New York, but even New York is not nearly as blue as California. Like that's a proven fact. It's not even close. But still, though, I, I, I don't I'm lost for words right here with California. And of his home state of Delaware. Um, that is shocking and not shocking at the same time. Of course, like, um, the former vice president is from De- Delaware. So you would think, like, oh, he would be very popular there. But then a lot of then the other things, another thing you can look at, he does so much. A lot of the stuff he does is so bad. It makes the people in Delaware feel ashamed of him. So you're going to look at it from that way. like. So, yeah, you could, but <laughs> you can if you want. But, yeah. The only two states in which he is above water are Hawaii and Vermont. Now, that's not – well, Vermont is surprising. Like, Vermont is a purple state. But the fact that it's um that um, it's approving Biden overall, that's that's saying something. Now, you could say, like, oh, Verm-. it could make a little sense, though, because Vermont does not have a huge population size. It doesn't. But still, though, it is a purple state. But, yeah. Hawaii that's not surprising whatsoever cuz Hawaii is a deep blue state and it's not even close to a deep, to being otherwise and like so yeah his approval rating is terrible at the end of the day. Uh, well Hawaii is like a deep blue state so yeah uh, I've never been to Hawaii I don't know if I ever will go but that aside so yeah. <laughs> Overall Biden has a net approval of negative 25. Wow. Negative 25. Like, whew, yeah. so, yeah. Yeah. The 32% approval rating marks Biden's worst approval rating since becoming president, down from 33% in early June and 34% in May. Hmm. Biden's lowest ever approval rating was from Quinn, Quinnipac, Quinnipac? Uh I'll have to look more into them. So, yeah. Quinnipiac polling on June eight, when he was at thirty three percent. I'm I'm curious if he's going to get into the into the late to the to the late twenty percentage range. I'm curious about that. Now you can make an argument that now it, it is a fair argument to say like, hey, this is just a very small fraction of people, so it doesn't represent that much. And yeah, to a degree that is true, because like all the main polls, they asked like thousands in thousands of people. Now this one, I assume they mentioned just the hundreds of people. So, yes that is fair to say but still though that you have to take it polls are are relevant they're you, they're good they're good, good information they give it like a good idea but they're not the official um, word. So you have to give it that I'm trying to be I'm trying to be fair, as fair as I can be right here but so yeah <clears throat> additionally, Biden is underwater with independent respondents and yes, most independents if you look at independents, most of the independents, they slightly, slightly lean on red. But that's barely, though. But, but that is a true fact. You can look that up if you want to. One of the blows in that country that has become increasingly important to win elections over the years, only 20% of independent respondents say they approve of Biden, while 67% disapprove, with 13% having no opinion. I think uh, I think the percentage of the ones that say they approve is actually lower than it is. That part I do. I think a good percentage of them were actually lying because they want to because they just want to say like hey they're they have something good going right here. They're approving of someone because this person's anti Trump or he's not Trump or whatever you want to say. He's he's so yeah, I think I think some of those people were clearly lying when they were saying they were approved of him. Now, there are some that do approve of him, which for whatever reason I have no idea, but still though. That the ones that say they do approve, I think there's a good percentage of them that say they don't. They don't actually approve them. They're just saying they approve, because yeah, just, yeah. And, and like I'm the 13 percent having no opinion. I, I'm pretty sure they just don't want to answer that question right there. They just don't want to answer. I'm positive on that one right here. And this is the chart they have right here. Uh, let's see if I can get to this actually. Uh, right. Oh, give me one second. Uh, one second. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get that right there. Uh, give me one second, guys. Sorry about that. OK, wait, wait. Is this, is this working? OK, one second. Sorry, I'm bringing that up. OK. Uh, OK, right here. Yeah, I'm going to take a quick look at this, then we're going to move on. But yeah, this is the overall approval, the way Biden is handling his job as president. See, 57 percent disapprove. Um it's this is at this this time right here on the 18th, I think that is. So yeah. And this is 32% that do approve at the same time. Now let's look at the age range. If this will let me actually. Um is this gonna let me look at this? Um okay, it's not letting me look at this, but we're gonna take a quick look right here. The age range, like um 18 to 34 percent, 18, 13. 18 to 34 year olds, right here, 24% approve while 58% disapprove. Okay. That's probably fair. Probably is. That's probably fair. I'll say that. I'll give it that right there. Then you got 35 year olds to 49 year olds with 31% approving and 57% disapproving. Okay. I think that, I think that would be lower, but for whatever. Then you got 50 to 64 year olds. Um, you got right here. Now this actually, this one actually, you think would be a little higher, but well, actually this is in a decent range, like um, right here. Then you got down here the 65 plus year olds at 40% range. That is, that's not surprising. That's not. It's not surprising because older people t- will typically approve of of presidents like Biden. Well, former vice presidents, presidents like Biden. But still, though, with fifty-four percent disapproving. so it's not. Is this surprising? Probably not, but it probably should be lower. But it, at the end of the day, it most likely isn't that surprising. It probably is not. So yeah, uh, let me one second right here. I'm gonna go back to that that other article right there. Okay, civics uh, right here. Okay. <clears throat> Uh, Right here. And having... Sorry about that. Having been in office for over a year, this is the lowest approval rating Biden has received. During his vice presidency, the country has seen a supply chain crisis. Oh, yeah. Look at the baby formula shortages. Yeah. Record high inflation. (laughs) Just look at the gas prices with that part. Literally, people can't afford gas. Oh. So, yeah, yeah. Then you got baby formula shortage. Well, yeah, we just talked about that. But at the end, but when you look at it down at the southern border, where there's where there's where the border is just wide open, and all there's practically an invasion coming in. They're sending baby formula down there to the border. How? But they're not giving it to, to our own babies here in the country that are legal that are legal citizens. That makes no sense whatsoever. And I don't understand how this is allowed to go on, but. Yeah, it is what it is. So, yeah. And the botched Afghanistan withdrawal. Oh, my God. The Afghanistan withdrawal was probably one of, if not the most disgraceful things in American history. That was embarrassing. And plus, on top of that, you got 13 of our soldiers killed in that. And then plus, on top of that, you got dozens and dozens of people in soldier's injured. Some of them are missing limbs or severely um, or maimed or some of them even paralyzed, I believe. And no one talks about those ones. So that just shows how pathetic this has become. So, yeah. Furthermore, his marquee legislat- legislative proposal, the $1.75 trillion Build Back Better Act, has been dead in the water for some time. Thank you, Joe Manchin, for stopping that. Because that bill was just, was just a, a Bernie Sanders socialist agenda um, wet drain. That's really what that bill was. Like adding, tr- adding like trillions to the debt, like and literally would have just drove inflation up even further than it is, is already. And like they say, oh, it would have lowered inflation and lowered all this and that. When no, it would not. You're just you're printing. because t- guess what? We don't have 1.7 trillion dollars in in what, in, in, a, in a safe somewhere. No, you have to print it out of thin air to to, to cover it, and so you can borrow it, which just creates more inflation. How are you going to solve that? That makes no sense whatsoever. Yeah, but thank you, Joe Manchin, for stopping that bill from being passed. I thank God he did. <clears throat> okay. Further, okay, I've talked about that. The country has recently seen a slew of record high gas prices per gallon this month, with the average gas price reaching above $5 per gallon. And shockingly, I'm um, right in. The gas sta- the closest gas station to me is that. Was that sixty at four sixty-seven or four Or wait, wait, wait Was that four sixty-nine or four seventy-nine? It it, it it was it was somewhere around that range. I'll have to check again, but I'll have I'll, I'll I'll have to go recheck. So yeah, I so forgive me if I don't know that at the top of my head. I'll have to go recheck that later on. So yeah, so yeah. Sorry about that, but yeah. This and, and but but in California, five dollars a gallon is nothing really much. It's like at was it was at seven, eight, or nine dollars a gallon in California. Like in California, they are anti um, um fossil fuels as a whole. They do not like they literally signed a bill. Gavin Newsom signed a bill, was it I believe it was in 2020 that says that after 2035, they will no longer sell cars that run that are new that run on gas. That's pathetic. How are you expecting all these people to buy electric cars? No one can buy an, not everyone can just walk down to this to the to a car lot and just buy an electric car. Like I love Teslas. As a matter of fact, in the future, I hope I can get one. But I would actually really like a Tesla. But there's no way I could afford one. That's impossible. Not all of us have the ability to afford a Tesla. So how are you gonna expect all of us to pay for it? pay for it? Now all you, all the rich people can't afford that easily. Even though they t- won't follow it, it's like you have all of them riding all their private jets, like and like all these um fancy limos and stuff like that that run on a whole lot of gas. So yeah, that just lets you know how this has been going. The Civics rolling job appro- approval average had twenty had two hundred fifteen thousand. And 27 response, responses tracked between January 20th and June 18th. Oh, my mistake. I I under I underestimated how much um people actually were in this poll, but still. The Civics Tracking Model is meant to capture the shifts in attitude of various groups over time, all across 50 states and Washington D.C. These changes can happen either over t- can happen either over time or rapidly. So yeah. Like it, it's going to go up and down, up and down. Every president that's been in office has had their approval rating go up and down every time. And like, uh, every like, uh, obviously Trump did he, his his approval rating skyrocketed when, when the C first broke out. It skyrocketed. It was like I I could be wrong, but my belief is that somewhere around was it seventy something percent? I believe that's where it was. I have to go back and look at it again. But yeah, so it, it skyrocketed like. Biden Biden's approval rating, uh, I don't know, I don't recall off the top of my head what um, the highest it was. I mean, it w- I'll have to go back and look at it again, so uh, so just to know what his approval rating was. So forgive me if I don't know it off the top of my head, but but yeah. And like speaking of Biden, there's also um, something funny I wanted to show you guys. In case you guys haven't seen it, this is actually pretty hilarious. So, give me a second. You guys are going to probably laugh your asses off at this part. Give me one second right here. Uh, port. Okay. <laughs> this part was hilarious right here. It was hilarious. So, yeah. Okay. This is, And this is also from Breitbart as well. And, like, I, I saw this a few days ago, and I, I didn't do an episode on it. But, like, I'm covering this now because this is actually something pretty fun. It's hilarious. I couldn't stop laughing when I saw this. Report: Joe Biden falls off bike after foot gets stuck. So that was, I was laughing my ass off when that when I heard when I saw this. I I saw I well I was on Twitter and I and I, saw, I came across the video because someone posted it and it was and I was just laughing my ass off at at it. So yeah, it, it's pretty funny. So i going to i'm gonna read the article first then i'm gonna show show it so we can because this is actually gonna be something pretty funny uh, you guys are gonna love this so yeah one second sorry about that <clears throat> former vice president joe biden reportedly fell off his bike and rehabbath rehabath is that is that correct correct me if i'm wrong in the comment section if that's if that's if i'm saying that correctly Delaware on Saturday morning after getting his foot stuck. So yeah, (laughs) like I fell off my, I fell off my bike before when I was a kid, everyone has, but from what I saw, there's no reason he should have fell off. So yeah. POTUS, POTUS fell down from his bike on his way back from the trail. Reuters, 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 whatever reported, got up and said, I'm good. He said his foot got stuck foot got stuck. So yeah, it is not known whether the 79 year old sustained any injuries from the fall or how the former vice president's foot became stuck. Now, I I don't I hope I hope he's fine. Because guess what? I do not wish harm on anyone. I hope everyone's fine. Okay, because guess what? I do not believe in violence whatsoever like that. I don't. I hope he's fine. Even though I can't stand the guy. I hope he is fine. Just to let you guys know. Okay, uh, this someone sent a tweet out about it, but like we're gonna go right into this right here. This is not the first time Biden has had a physical ma- ma- mashup. In 2021, Biden stumbled twice and then fell climbing up a stairway to board Air Force One at a Joint Base Andrews base. So, <laughs> oh my God, what that's referring to? If, if you guys don't, if you guys don't know. Uh, sorry. <laughs> if you guys don't know what that is, what that is, is that, um, what happened, what happened was like, um, on air force one, this was last year when Biden was, was walking up the steps to get into it. He tripped multiple times, multiple times for no reason. And it wasn't the wind that, that, that knocked him down. He fell for no reason, but the media tried to paint it like, Oh, it was the wind. Well, the media didn't actually touch it. The people that were actually saying stuff about it were saying like, oh, he, it was the wind that knocked him down. He didn't fall on his own when in reality he actually did fall on his own. That is what happened. So, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> Some observers fear that Biden's physical state and yeah, really bad may be representative of his mental state. 100% that's true. That is 100%. 100%. 38 Republican lawmakers, along with Donald Trump's former White House physician and now Representative Ronnie Jackson of Texas, wrote a letter in February to Biden demanding that he take a cognitive test in fear that he may have Alzheimer's disease. Yeah, like... I, I'm not sure if he has, he may have Alzheimer's. He may, I think it's dementia, but if it's Alzheimer's, like, yeah, now I'm not knocking the guy for that. Everyone has a lot of their own issues, but thing is like, um, he, the fact that someone that has um, a state that are in the state, that kind that kind of state, they should not be in a, in an office. They should be getting treatment to help deal with that. There's no, cause like you're putting more and more stress on them on whoever's doing this by putting them in the, and a president as the president let alone let alone um, any other forms of office you're you're do, you're doing the guy more harm than good like he should be getting treatment for this he should not be in like some political office especially with the kind of stress that comes with being in in an office let alone just the president so yeah hmm. okay mm. noting biden's changes in mood and personality and forgetfulness the lawmaker said Biden's cognitive ability has been declining, and it is not just a recent trend. Just go back to look at when Clarence Thomas was um, when his the hearings for Clarence Thomas was in the '90s. When he was, I believe it was in '92. I correct me if I'm wrong, but it was it '91, '92, somewhere around that, somewhere in that range, where like he was where in the hearings, and Biden was saying like, oh, it's talking about like um pers- perspectives, or, like the the truths and something like that. And it sounded he sounded off back then. It ain't no sense. And Clarence Thomas, he even said himself, like, he didn't know what the hell he was talking about. And it's a hundred percent true. Biden did not know what he was talking about when that happened. He truly didn't. And that was back in the in the early nineties. And we're now in like the in like the um 2020s. So yeah, like this just goes to show how bad this is gone. So Yeah. (laughs) But has has but has become more apparent over the past two years. Hundred percent. It's gotten more worse. Like he's even he's Biden's even a guy that has had numerous brain surgeries. Like I'm not knocking him, but I I think it's obvious that there's something wrong. I don't I'm not a doctor. I don't know what specifically is wrong. But but still, something is wrong. Hmm. It is unknown whether Biden ha- Biden has undergone cognitive testing. It's, obvious, it's obviously he has it. There's no way he has gone under any kind of testing whatsoever. He just hasn't. So, yeah. Fifty-eight percent of Americans believe Biden should receive a cognitive test. It should be a like ninety percent. As a matter of fact, I believe anyone who is um in office, whether not just president, but in the, as a uh, but as a senator or as a congressman, they should be taking a, a, a drug test and a mental test. Like, get a mental observation because, like, this, I don't want anything like this to happen. Like, it's clear that there's something wrong going on with a lot of people. And like, to make sure that this doesn't happen, they should be tested just so we know what's going on. Because, like, this can lead, because you're the head of our country. You decide where millions and even billions and even trillions of dollars go. And, like, I don't, I, yeah, so, yeah. So, yeah, 54, less than 25% of voters strongly believe Biden is mentally fit. I have no idea how it's even that high. It should be much lower than 25%. Instable, so, yeah. 54% 54 of adults think Biden is, Biden is not mentally sound enough to serve as president. And that's like again. That should be in the nineties percent range. He's not fit to serve as president. I'm not talking about just his policies because I can't stand them. I'm talking about as from mentally from a mental standpoint, he should not be president. He shouldn't. You're doing the guy more harm than good by having him be president. Yeah. Just 29% of Americans believe Joe Biden will pursue a second term in 2024. I'm still not convinced. I, I, I'm still not 100% convinced. I don't know, but. If he will run in twenty twenty four, he may. He may not. I don't know. We just have to wait and see for that for the time being. So, yeah, yeah. But yeah, like that just goes to show like um, some things that are going on right here. Like uh, oh, one second. Uh, Okay, what's up with this? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Oh my god. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm just reading some comments like here. So, no. No, 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 So. <laughs> oh, shit. I didn't show you the video. Sorry about that. I'm, I'm going to show you guys the actual video to that just in case. So, yeah. It's like they have the actual video right here. So, yeah. Let me play this right here. Then we'll, yeah. Right here. This is actually the full video. So, yeah. And this is pretty hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> and he wasn't moving. He was standing straight up and just fell over. Literally, just fell right over. That makes no sense whatsoever. So, yeah. And even Joe Rogan made a joke about this. Like he put this on his Instagram right here. You're, this is probably the most funny thing out, out of them all. So, yeah, this right here, this right here is effing hilarious. Right here, yeah. Like this, Joe took a screenshot of him, a photo a screenshot of himself, and photoshopped it right here next to Biden on the ground. This screenshot right here is obviously from when um, Conor McGregor broke his ankle, and like Joe was sitting down in the Octagon interviewing him right next to him. It was literally like it was literally like they were actually um telling. It's like a secret clubhouse meeting, like when you all get close together and you start being next to each other and sharing secrets. That's what it felt like when when he was interviewing Conor, and so Joe just took the screenshot and just um, um p- p- pasted it right into here, which is hilarious. Even Cowboy Cerrone, who was another UFC fighter, was laughing his ass off at this. Like, like a lot... Usman? Is that Kamar Usman? I think that is. So, yeah. <laughs> that is... And this is just hilarious right here. This right here is so effing hilarious. Like, the fact that Joe even came up with this, and I think it was him. I can't, I can't prove it that it was him. I assume it was because he posted it, but... This is just hilarious. I never would have thought of it, but <laughs> yeah, this, I, <laughs> oh my God, it's, it's hilarious. I, I just got to leave it at that. So, yeah. And also like the media, they took a screen, they without, put aside the Joe thing, but Joe just screenshot this, like there was this actual photo right here before Joe screenshotted in of this photo and like the media, they actually photoshopped it to make Biden look younger than he actually was in the photo. And make him look younger than he what looked that just goes to show you how how what the media is or what it has become so yeah that just goes to show you something so yeah that is what it is all right we're gonna move on to the next topic right here as you guys know the roe v Wade decision is pending it'll have it'll be made any day now Could, like literally any day it, it'll be it'll be announced I hope it gets announced soon. Now, I'm still not convinced that it will be overturned. Even though that leaked draft um said that they agreed to overturn it, that was just a draft. And, like, um, um just the justices can change their opinions at any time they want before the, the opinion is officially made. So I'm not – like, I hope it's overturned, but I'm still not convinced. And, like, it's obvious – that the reason it was leaked was just to intimidate the justices into like I'm um, changing their vote, like literally like um like last week or so there was that guy that flew all the way from California from California to Virginia I believe to try to assassinate um um Justice Brett Kavanaugh, literally and like the guy was caught near his house with a gun and a knife and they caught him but he was he didn't break into the house apparently and thank God he didn't. But he got close and like he was confronted, and that's and he said that's what his plan was to do, was to kill Brett Kavanaugh. That's what he was planning to do. Now I'm still not convinced he was playing, he was actually gonna try to do it. I don't know, I don't know about that. But he pr- there's a good chance what he was trying to do was he was trying to just to scare him into changing his changing his vote. I don't think Brett, if if anyone changes their vote, it'll be Gore shoots. That's what I believe. I don't believe Kavanaugh or Barrett will change their vote. Certainly, Thomas and Alito will not. That's obvious right there. But Barrett and Gorsh, but Barrett and um, like and like Kavanaugh, I don't think are going to change their votes because I think they're very firm on their decisions right here. Gorsuch, that one is. If anyone, I don't think Gorsuch. There's a chance Gorsuch will not. I'm still not convinced he will. But if anyone does, it'll be him. That's what I believe. Now, some someone may have a different view, may bring a different perspective to that. I'd like to hear it. But from at this moment right in here, I don't think, I think Gorsuch would be the only one to change their vote if he if anyone does. So, yeah. But this is an article from the Daily Caller. Something that happened, it was either yesterday or today, or like, well, technically, well, technically on the 21st or the 20th. Somewhere around that right I'm going to bring this right up. This is an article from the Daily Caller. So, yeah. Night of Rage. Ernie Flut. Eerie flyers pop up in D.C. ahead of Roe v. Wade decision. What this is, like, there was people, whoever whoever this group is, they put flyers up all around D.C. on um, basically calling for violence and riots if Roe v. Wade is overturned. The fact that the, the person, whoever this is, is willing to, is calling for violence, that just goes to show you what could happen. And like, who knows? If Roe v. Wade is overturned, we're probably going to get Summer of Love Part 2. And this time it will be even worse than the summer, the first one, because this is probably <laughs> Roe v. Witt. Like abortion is probably one of the left's um, biggest arguments and the most personal thing they take. Like, ah, like this just it, it's just dark and scary. Like the fact that these people celebrate abortion is sickening to me. How anyone even thinks that it, it's OK or not or like whatever. Like, yeah, abortion, like I said before, to me, <coughs> Abortion is murder, end of story. There's nothing, there's, just, there's no exceptions in my opinion. Uh, but nothing will ever justify abortion. That's just my view. Like I mean, outside of the woman's life being in danger, that's the only thing, but that's it. So yeah, uh, what's up with the, okay. <laughs> so yeah, we're gonna go read into this article right here. Uh, as you can see, like, like this just goes to show you like um, a, a, a soy boy right here. Like this, like you clearly see a, a like it's not, uh, like it's, it's not surprising that there's a lot of women right here like this that are doing this, like overturn row. Hell no. Like I think this is the same organization that went to a church about a week or so ago. I believe it was a week ago. I could be wrong, but I believe it was, they literally went to a church and like these women, they took their clothes off down to their panties and bras and basically saying overturn row. Hell no. And like, and like they even had like it was it was disturbing like it made no sense whatsoever so <laughs> so like you have a bunch of women right here and then plus you have not surprisingly a soy boy right here with his with his his fist raising the air basically supporting abortion so yeah that just goes to show you like how soy boys are like i don't like soy boys they're pretty they're weird in my opinion so yeah i'm going to go read into this article right here Huh. And like these um flyers were disturbing in a, lo- in a lot of ways so. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. unsettling flyers have have begun to appear throughout Washington DC. Yeah. Warning of riots should the Supreme Court overturn Roe v Wade. They're openly calling calling for violence right here. Like can you imma- can you imagine if like um like if like for say like um what is it like um if like if the if pro-lifers were calling for violence, if like um if abor- if abortion was if Roe v. Wade was not going to be overturned, can you imagine that? And then plus like on top of that, for the past since the draft has been leaked, that draft it has been leaked. A lot of pro-life centers across the entire country have been vandalized and even um firebombed by by these radical leftists. Literally, like they're literally bombing pro-life. Well, not bomb. They're they're firebombing. Pro-life centers. This just just goes to show you they do not believe in pro-life whatsoever. Not they don't even like people having these opinions of being pro-life. They're literally firebombing all firebombing it. So, uh, yeah, peaceful protests do work. They do work. It's all you have to look at is back in the is back in the 1960s when the civil rights was being um civil rights act. Those were peaceful protests. Martin Luther King Jr. um, encouraged peaceful protests and. Look what happened! We got the Civil Rights Act, and I thank God we got the Civil Rights Act. So yeah, well yeah, here like, like and like yeah, this is disturbing. Look, we're gonna get right into this part right here. The flyer, which has circulated on social media and also reported by the Wall Street Journal, and yes, Wall Street Journal, a left-wing news source, to be to be fair. Warns of a night of rage should the high court overturn the landmark ruling as anticipated. Like I said, can you imagine if conservatives or pro-lifers were calling for violence if Roe v. Wade was not going to be overturned? For real. Just imagine that. For real. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah. D.C. called it action. Night of rage. The night's the Supreme Court overturns Roe v. Wade, hit the streets, the poster read. You you said you'd riot. (sighs) Yeah. The poster continues to our oppressors. If abortions aren't safe, then and you're not either literally calling for violence. Like who calls for violence? That makes no sense whatsoever. Whenever you call for violence, all you do you just harm your own campaign. You harm your own cause. Because violence these days does not work. At all, because of social media. When you do violence, you just destroy your entire brand and everything like that. Once you call for it, you're done. No one trusts you when you call for it. So yeah. The poster continues to our oppressors. If abortion, oh yeah, I just read that. The poster is signed James Revenge. Uh, I I have no idea who these people are. I mean, I've I've seen videos about them on the internet, but yeah. A pro-abortion adv- advocacy, advocacy group, advocacy group has, has taken responsibility for several, several attacks on pro-life organizations. Like I said, these are the people that are going around vandalizing and firebombing on pro-life centers across the entire country. So, like, if you do violence at all, I don't trust you whatsoever. None. Violence not is just 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 destroys things. Like we're not in an age anymore where violence can help you like that. It does not. You're just destroy your own brand and like, yeah, you destroy everything involved in your purpose. So yeah, so yeah, uh, yeah. <clears throat> All right, I'm gonna go read the. I'm gonna see if, the, if this is this the right one right here. Uh, hopefully you guys can see that right there. All right, this is the right one right here, Ramesh. Conroe, whoever this, I don't know who he is. I'm um, sorry if I don't know who he is. Sorry about that, guys. But like this. He posted this on Twitter. A friend sends this picture at FB, <laughs> calling for the FBI to investigate this. So, yeah. He's, like, here's it is DC called to action. Night of rage. The night Supreme Court overturns Roe v. Wade hit the streets. Well, here's the thing. There's still no guarantee it's going to be overturned. We don't know if it will be. I hope it is, but there's still no guarantee. Because guess what? That leaked draft that we saw was just a draft. Things, opinions in just the justices' opinions can change at any time. Literally, even the moment before it's released, the justices can change their opinion. Literally. So yeah. And you said you riot to our oppressors. If abortions aren't safe, you're not safe. Jane's revenge. Like, oh my God. Like this is just sickening in my opinion. Why you call for violence, I have no idea. So, yeah. A letter perpetually from Jane's Revenge and posted to the Anarchist Library. Anarchists, yeah. Says the impending decision is an event that should inspire a rage of millions of people who can get pregnant. So, yeah. Yeah. Right here, this one is actually the here thing, the big thing right here. We need the state to feel our full wrath. What are you gonna do? Are you willing to kill people? Literally, you said reveal your full wrath. Are you willing to kill people? For real. You're willing to burn, you're willing to firebomb buildings and like and like beat people up. Are you willing to actually go the full length and kill them? That I see you see, this is what we've come to right here, literally. We need them to be afraid of us. <laughs> yeah. Afraid of them. So, yeah. Whatever form your three takes, the first step is feeling it. Feeling it. Okay. You're literally trying to... One second right here, guys. <sighs> Sorry about that. Yeah. It's summer, so yeah, of course, it's allergy season. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and feeling it that just lets you know. The next step is carrying that anger out into the world and expressing it physically. Physically, they literally call it for violence and to call it to beat people up pretty much literally and literally hurt people. So yeah, they're not just willing to kill people in, in the in the womb, they're actually probably willing to kill people that are right here, like us, like like me, like you, like everyone else. Everyone's watching this. Literally, they're willing to kill people. I'm willing to bet this is what, I could bet that this is what they're referring to. I don't know. Yeah. Consider this your call to action. Call to, <clears throat> yeah. On the night the final ruling is issued, like I said, still no guarantee it will be um I'm overturned. But I'm willing to, I I, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if they, either, if it whether it's overturned or not, they're going to riot. They're going to riot if it's overturned to just try to like um, express their anger, but they're also probably going to riot if it's upheld to just um like basically do a celebration. That's pretty much what I'm what could happen right there. Yeah, a specific date we cannot yet predict. Literally, like you said, it can happen at any moment, but we know it, it is arriving immediately. We are asking for courageous hearts to come out after dark, coming out after dark when there's no one there to like um to like stop you. So yeah, like I just, I remember the summer of love completely. So yeah, the letter asks individuals to make your own to make your anger known. Like hey, you can be angry about it, you can protest, no problem. But once you go around and start rioting, rioting, no, you do not have a a, a, a right to riot and, and like burn, loot, and, and do whatever anything like that. You have no right to that. You have a right to protest. Guess what? I disagree with pro-choices on abortion. Guess what? I believe they should have their voices heard. They have a right to be out there to protest against it. I disagree with them on their is- on their issues, but guess what? They deserve to have their, their opinions heard, Just like I, pro and other pro-choicers, I mean and other pro-lifers deserve to have our opinions heard. Literally. So yeah. Hmm. The organization also released a statement recently saying the leash is off. For attacks on pro-life operations, promising violent attacks against oppressive infrastructures. Really, going around destroying property that does not belong to you? What is wrong with you? Literally, there's... So, yeah. Rest assured that we will, and those measures may not come in the form of something so easily cleaned up as fire and graffiti. <sighs> the group one. Oh, my God. Literally, it, it's like... Like they're probably willing to kill people. That's probably what's willing. To, they're probably willing to do. This is scary, completely scary right here. So, yeah, no one will trust you after if, if you guys if you guys create a summer of love part two. Oh my god, you, this like I said, like Tim Poole even said it. He says that what could bring like a a second civil war, what could start one, is the issue of abortion, because because he's because because like he, like he said, like, outside of civil war decisions and decisions based on race, there has not been a single Supreme Court decision that has divided the country more than Roe v. Wade has. That's a fact. You can look that up. Like, no decision, no nothing ever has... has. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. But like I said, abortion c- can be the issue that causes, causes a civil war. There's a good chance it will be. Like, 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 clearly, people cannot live together if, like, they can't agree on simple issues like that. But, yeah. So, yeah. Hmm. Jane's Revenge. Uh, I'm going to read this up. Okay. this From what I can tell by this first line, like, oh, my God. Jane's Revenge has taken credit for a Molotov cocktail attack on the officers of Wisconsin's family action in May. Literally, they, they attacked officers. Attacking police officers. Literally attacking police officers. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. While other pregnancy centers have been vandalized, and, yes, some in Iowa have been vandalized, too. I don't remember the exact amount, but after I get done with this stream, I'm probably going to go look at how many have been vandalized. I'm going to check how many in Iowa has been. I saw I saw some in Iowa have been. I'll, let me go take a look at that soon, including one with the slogan "Jane says revenge." First of all, I don't know who Jane is to be to be honest. I I'll have to f- figure that out later on. But yeah, spray painted on the Capitol Hill Pregnancy Center again. Like you're, you're literally, this is what was happening in the summer of love, and you want to create a second part of it. Be my guest, then. So you're just gonna start a civil war and start a national divorce thing. Literally, like if if this country, like I like I said, this country needs to build bridges, and like I think overturning Roe will could build bridges. Like, hey, it it, it makes like states um have the right to restrict abortions or not. Like, here's the thing: it gives it back to the states, and in terms, it gives you more power too if you want. So guess what? If you want to live in a state that um, legalizes abortion, you can go live in one. But if you want to be like me and like live in a state where like it'll probably outlaw abortion, which I think Iowa will outlaw abortion, it'll, it'll at least put severe restrictions on it. I don't know if it'll completely outlaw it. But but if it, I hope it does, because guess what? The Iowa Supreme Court has said made a five to two, two ruling like a few days ago that the right to an abortion is not is, is not mentioned in the constitution and like um the Iowa constitution the Iowa constitution does not say give you the right to an abortion so yeah hope and like i like like i said Iowa will either, i think they'll put at least severe restrictions on abortion i don't know i hope it outlaws it but yeah i hope hope it outlaws it so yeah but yeah uh, a Linwood Washington Pregnancy Center was vandalized With the words Jane's Revenge And if abortion isn't safe You aren't either in May Like literally people calling for violence Like once you call for violence No one trusts you at all Like you literally can like Destroy your entire reputation With that like we're not back In the, we're not back in the, the 40s 50s or 60s Like um, rioting and, and Violence does not work it truly doesn't. You can think however you want, but it just does not work anymore. So, yeah. <clears throat> all right, we're going to move on to the final topic here. As you guys know, Elon Musk, a few months ago, made a bid to purchase all of Twitter. He he put $44 billion up on the table. He made a, the offer to Twitter. And guess what? Shockingly, Twitter Twitter accepted that at the time. But the past month or so, it's gone. Um, he, he, Elon has hold has hold off on has on the on the acquisition because he wanted to investigate Twitter a little more because because Twitter is obviously censoring, like it restricts conservatives, it bans people just because people disagree with them, and like it's literally like this is dangerous stuff right here, like even the, like um I believe it was Project Veritas where a woman like tricked a guy and went on a date with him. Who this guy is an executive on, on Twitter. And expose twitter literally this guy explained like um, um like um e- like um twitter is not a, a capitalist co- not is not a capitalist company like uh, and like everyone who works there is a co- it's like a communist where They do whatever they want no restrictions like like nothing like that no- well they have a lot of restrictions on a lot of things like they censor the conservatives and they don't censor the right they, they censor the conservatives but they don't censor the left because it feels their ideology more and, they, and this person literally said like, um, that they do not believe in free speech at all. Twitter does not believe in free speech. Literally, that's what it said in this video right there. You can go look that up. And, like, even e- and Elon's responding to that and responding to a bunch of other videos, too, a bunch of other things as well. And so, yeah. It, it's Like, Elon is a pretty cool guy. I'm a big fan of Elon. Huge, huge fan of Elon. But like I said, he was a member of the elites. He might actually still be one, to be honest. But he's actually going <coughs> he's going against the system like Trump and and like JFK have like both those like all three of them are have gone against the system now they they still had limitations of what they could do obviously Trump there were some things he couldn't do JFK even though there were a lot of things he couldn't do he still went with a lot of the things and they took him out because of that Elon like um like about a couple months ago he did open a, up a new factory in China I don't like that he did, but as I told Osiris when the first time I had him on, I said, I think the reason Elon did that was because he didn't have much of a choice because guess what? He still has a certain limitation of what he can do. Like um, now there's a, you can make an argument. Well, how can you be a member and still go against it at the same time? Like they can, like, th- like that is debatable when, when you look at it. Now, I think Elon is an outsider because of all the things he said and all the things he's done like that. He's even said he's even, like like even though I do think like um he even though he has said like the moon landing was real and he thinks that aliens are fake. Well, I think the aliens are fake too. I believe that, but I believe that the alien I, I, the aliens are fake. We all I, I agree on that one hundred percent. Now I don't agree with him on the moon landing was real. I think the moon landing was one of the most fakest fakest things of all of, of them all. And obviously, like he's obviously is going to be the person to probably lead us to Mars. Well, at least until they're waiting a, a while because, like, I'm um, wait until the CGI gets good enough to pull it off. So yeah, like I like I like I said, I think Elon he still has some limitations. He has he can't go out and say everything that he wants to say, but yeah, like I like I said, I'm a big fan of them still. At the end of the day. I mean, there's some things I disagree with him on, but I but overall, I agree with him on a lot of things. Like I, I I like the stuff he says about AI, where he says he he wishes he had did AI the way he did, because AI can actually take over the world because of how dangerous it is. And also, I don't like his neural link thing. I don't like that whatsoever. But still, though, he's also he's also a big proponent of free speech, but he also did vote for Obama in 2008 and 2012. Like he even posted that meme on Twitter where like he says like where it shows the right and the left and it shows him just slightly on the on the left and then it shows the uh, one below him where like the left is running away and then where the final one says like um he is on the the right and like the left is on the is way farther left than it actually was because that what that represents is that the left has gone so far left that like moderate like classic liberals are are right wingers compared to them like literally that's what it looks like and that, that's how like um the left season at least a lot of the people on the left I should see it that way same thing with Joe Rogan, Tim Pool, Bill Muller, like uh like and Russell Brand too like those guys are liberals clearly they are liberals but they're considered right wingers because they go after after a lot of the corrupt corruption and like these far left on um, socialists and progressives so yeah but I am a big fan of Elon I hope he t- gets over t- gets twitter too on oh, before that, I get into this article here about um the board accepting his bid. Like I um, remember, there was that Saudi prince that literally did not want Elon buying the twit buying Twitter. Like he really convinced the board at that time to like um do the poison pill thing, where like it would literally shrink the the value of the stock, and, like cost the shareholders money, but it was just so that other people could get the shares at a much lower price. And basically, because they didn't want Elon, um getting getting Twitter. Look, I'm a big fan of Elon, and like. They were clearly trying to avoid him to like get that all. They don't want him getting Twitter. Because guess what? They are literally so anti-free speech that they're willing to do anything to avoid anyone making a bigger free speech um area. That that is a, a fact. But Elon is pro-free speech. He even says that um he said beforehand that if when he gets control of Twitter, he's gonna unban Trump. I can't even though Trump is using true social. I hope Trump gets back on Twitter. He says he says before he will not. But I hope, hope Trump gets back on Twitter. I want him back on Twitter because Twitter is not the same without Trump on him. And like, yeah. Also I hope he puts Alex Jones and David Icke back on on Twitter too. Because Alex Jones, like, there's like there's a whole meme out there, like on the things where it's like Alex Jones was right. And like there's a lot of things he Alex Jones is right on. The vast majority of the things that Alex Jones has said he has been right on. Now, like I said, there has been a few things that he has gotten wrong. I fully acknowledge that, but, uh, yeah, <laughs> but like I said beforehand, Tr- Trump. <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. Let me. Uh, but like I said, Alex Jones has gotten some things wrong. He has, but overall, he's gotten the vast, vast, vast majority of things right. Vast, like Bohemian Grove, Skull and Bones. Um, gay fro- frogs turning gay, um TV spying on you, um the elites using baby blood, stuff like that. Alex Jones has gotten right on that. And so and but people call him a crazy man. They call him a crazy man. Like um so and it's unfair in, in a lot of ways, in my opinion. They demonized him because he because he's anti establishment. He's anti the system. So yeah, we're gonna go right into this article right now about um Elon buying to, uh, about this from the new we can go into this article from the New York Post about Elon. So, give me one second. I'm gonna bring this up right here. Okay, uh, one second. Okay, right here. Hopefully, you guys can see this. Hopefully, you can see this. My mistake. Yeah. So, yeah. Board unanimously, unanimously, unanimously approves Elon Musk's 44 billion Twitter takeover bid. And, yeah, that is the thing I'm excited about because we're we're getting closer and closer and closer to Elon actually purchasing Twitter. I hope it happens soon. I can't wait until Elon buys Twitter. Like the the moment um, it was reported that Elon was buying Twitter, a lot of people just hopped on it. Like a lot of people just hopped back on because, like, they were excited because actually something new was being brought to the table finally. And like um it slowed down ever since um Elon's held the deal off, but recently it's come back up. So I'm glad about this. I I hope I can't I can't wait till Elon officially takes it over. So yeah. <clears throat> Elon Musk moved one step closer to completing his 44 billion takeover of Twitter on Tuesday when the company's board of directors unanimously approved his buyout offer offer according to a to to an sec filing. SEC filing. So, yeah, we're getting closer. The board has approved it. Now just got to go to be approved by the shareholders. Hopefully, yeah, hopefully that happens. Shares of Twitter were up by just under 1% in the early morning hours on Tuesday, selling for slightly more than $38 a share. I don't own any Twitter shares right now, but if, if if I were, if I did own some, I wouldn't sell. I would actually buy more. Well below the 54.22, well before the 54.20 per share tender offer from Musk. Like, yeah, Musk has offered a much higher share percentage of it for the, for Twitter, and I'm glad he has because he needs to take over, take it over to create to bring freedom of speech back to the table. Because guess what? The the way to correct wrong speech is with better speech. Guess what? We need to have sit down and have discussions on these things so we can find some common ground. We may disagree, but we have to find common ground on these things. So, yeah. The regulatory filing comes just days after Musk held a virtual all-hands meeting with Twitter employees, the latest sign that the world's richest man – well, Musk is not the world's richest man. He's not. He's put forth as the world's richest man. The richest people in the world are the Rothschilds, and that's not even close, and they're by far – and the second would be the Rockefellers and then the rest of the Illumina the 13 bloodlines. The 13 richest families in the world are the 13 bloodlines of the Illuminati, Illuminati. They are the richest families in the world. Now, they because they control the Federal Reserve and stuff like that. Now, they push people like Musk and Bezos to be to be portrayed as the richest people in the world. They're not. Not it's not even close. Because guess what? These families, they they're they're worth trillions of dollars. These people, Musk is worth like 300, Well I forgot the exact amount, but in the billions range, billions range. He's not a trillionaire, but he's in the billions amount of range. So, yeah. Last month, Musk said he was putting the deal on hold pending a review of Twitter's policies as it relates to bots and spam accounts. I can't stand bots or spams on Twitter, too, because, like, really, you get into arguments with these people on Twitter, and then you realize it's an automated system. This person isn't even real. And sometimes they are real people, but they don't. But they just spam, and just spam, 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 like so. And I can't stand that. So, and Elon has even proposed, like saying, "Hey, how about add like um, how about about um, how about get rid of, how about ban all spam bots and like and just um, put and have all real people be verified." I like that idea a whole lot, and I mean a whole lot right there. Hopefully that happens. Hopefully it does. <clears throat> Musk threatened to cancel the deal unless Twitter offered definite, definite proof that less than 5% of its daily users are spam and bot accounts from, I think most, I think there's a lot of people are bots on Twitter. A lot of the people, followers people have are just bots. That's how I take it. from. So that's just my, my opinion. <clears throat> In recent statements, Musk, Musk said that he estimated that as much as 20% of Twitter's 229 million users are spam bots, four times the figure touted by the company. Probably even more of that then. Probably more than 20%, to be honest. I think there actually may be more bots than people on Twitter. There might be. There truly might be. Oh, uh, okay. In a filing with, with, a C, with the SEC on Tuesday, detailing a letter to investors, Twitter's board of directors said that it unanimously recommends that you vote for the adoption of the merger agreement. I don't know if they will agree, but I hope they do. I just hope they do. If the deal were to close now, investors in the company would pocket a profit of $15.22 $15. $15. $15. 22 for each share they own. Okay, I hope, th- yeah, I would take the money too on the, in that situation. I truly would take the money by far, and it wouldn't even be close. So, yeah. Jack Dorsey, the co-founder of Twitter, I can't stand Jack, especially when you look at what happened when he went on Joe Rogan's podcast a few years ago. And plus when Ted Cruz um, destroyed him in that Senate hearing, like in 2020, that was embarrassing. Well, he actually did it twice. There were actually two separate occasions, and Ted Cruz just destroyed Jack Dorsey. And it was hilarious. The co-founder of Twitter, who stepped down as CEO last year, Mm -hmm stands to pocket 978 million once muscus taste once Muskus musk takeover is complete hey i don't like jack but hey take the money man that's a nice ass pocket a pocket um, pocket of change to you a chi- a, and you get a big piece of the, of the pie i hope jack is still a, board, a member of the board but so yeah who knows i, I was still hoping I would take the money, so just let this happen. So yeah. Oh. Hmm. Okay. Uh, one second. One second. One sec. Agraw, Agraw, Agraw. Is that how you say that person's name? Agraw and Segias. Oh, my mistake. Agraw and Segio Segol's payouts would be triggered by a so-called change in control clause in their contracts. Contracts which kicks in if either of them is terminated within 12 months of new ownership, assuming helm of the company. So yeah, like, um, like once like um gets takes over Twitter, a lot of people are going to be out the door. Cause like, yeah, like remember that, like on Joe, when I, like when Jack went on Joe's podcast a few years ago, he also brought on that lawyer with him. I forgot how you say her, her name. So I'm going to botch it. So I'm not going to say it. Like, like she, like when it was reported that Musk um was, um was buying Twitter, she was literally crying. Literally. That's what it was reported. And that's actually hilarious because, like, hey, you're so pro-censorship, you're crying because someone who's going to be uncensored, who's going to um, change the rules where, where like, it's going to uncensor people. So, that just goes to show you everything right there. That just shows it. So, yeah, I feel, I don't feel bad for her one bit. Like, hey, she deserves that. Uh so yeah, she'll probably be out of the job too. So once must takes over, I'm positive on that part right there. So yeah, this has been a good episode right here. Back to um back to doing the show. I'm gonna probably be doing this yet more. I probably like I said, I'm probably gonna do like one or two episodes each week, maybe three. I can't guarantee how many I'm gonna do. But um, I'm trying to get back to doing to the regular routine before um before um I was actually cranking out podcasts to get to episode 50. Yeah, this episode fifty one, so we're back on schedule. I'm just gonna be moving the show along. So, <clears throat> yeah. All right, we're coming. We're here live on. We're here live on. Um, I'm here live on. Um, YouTube and Rumble, and also I believe Facebook too. So, yeah. Hopefully you guys are enjoying the show. Uh, back to doing the regular show. Back. Uh, yeah. But like I said at the beginning of the episode, I'm still like I'm looking. Um, I'm still talking to Carlos and Osiris about like doing that collaboration podcast. Or like we all, where we have a podcast where it's just not, you know, it's where we all each have a say. It's all, all three of us are run the show. We're all the three, we're the three hosts. So yeah, hope I'm, I'm still talking to them about that. Hopefully it happens. I don't know if it will, but hopefully it does. So yeah, Carlos, he's starting his, he's still starting his own podcast pretty soon. I don't, I'm, I don't know when it's going to happen, but it's gonna I'm going to, I'm still going to tune in when it happens. I'm pretty excited for that too. Osiris' podcast is also, his channel on YouTube, I should say, has been growing rapidly, rapidly at the end of the day when you look at it. Like, literally, he has, like, um, 46,000 46, subscribers on YouTube now. Like, just about a month or two ago, some a little over a month ago, almost two months ago, he had, like, 8,000 subscribers. And once he posted that video of Amber Heard snort, that short video of Amber Heard snort, snorting coke at the Johnny Depp trial, his his subscribers just Ran ran up dramatically, and I I'm I'm glad I'm happy for him. He's getting a lot, whole lot more viewers now. So yeah, I can't wait for that. So yeah. All right, guys, I'm gonna wrap this video up right now. Make sure to like this video, subscribe to this channel, and turn on notifications and share this with your friends. Well, turn on notifications too. my, My mistake. So we can beat the YouTube algorithm. Because my channel is shadow banned, and we need to um, beat the YouTube algorithm so more people can get exposed to my podcast, so it can grow. And my goal is to grow this podcast. That's what I want to do. Because guess what? I cannot stand shadow banning. I, I literally hate it too. Literally hate it. Also, follow me and subscribe and subscribe into me on Rumble too. That's live on there as well. Also, follow me on Bitchute, Twitter, Facebook, Minds. Gab, uh, True Social, uh, Cloud Hub, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, RSS Podcasts. Yeah, like I said, I'm, I'm still gonna try, I'm still gonna work on getting that, those cranked out better so it makes more sense and so it doesn't look weird or sound weird. So, yeah, sorry about the guys, but I'm gonna try to work on that. <clears throat> I'm Ray, the host of the Ray Infinity Show. This has been episode number 51. Catch you guys later. Peace. Wait, sorry about that, guys. Sorry about that, guys. (laughs) Catch you guys later. Peace!